Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Here on Money FM 89.3, I'm Clarissa Montero for the workday afternoon. Endometriosis is a condition where tissue similar to the lining of the womb starts to grow in other places, such as the ovaries and fallopian tubes. Endometriosis can affect women of any age. It's a long-term condition that can have significant impact on a woman's life, but there are treatments that can help. On Health Suites today, we find out about this often painful condition that is estimated to affect between 20 and 30% of women of the reproductive age group. Coming up next on Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites. I'm Clarissa Montero for the workday afternoon. You are with Money FM 89.3. Today, we get a greater understanding of endometriosis. We are joined on the phone by Dr. Andy Tanwe-Kiat, Consultant Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, SGH. Dr. Tan, welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon, and thank you for having me on Amani FM. It's our pleasure, and I think it's a very timely subject because so little is known about endometriosis, even by women ourselves. So please explain to us, what is endometriosis? Yes, uh, so endometriosis is a condition where the tissue similar to the inner lining of the womb, like you explained earlier, what we call endometrium, found outside of the womb, or what we call as uterus. So it can occur throughout the pelvis, particularly in the uterosacral ligaments, which is a fibrous band on each side of the, behind the womb, and on or behind the ovaries. This can also involve any part outside the pelvis, including the appendix, intestinal and urinary tract. So endometriosis causes inflammation with progressive fibrosis and adhesions leading to pelvic pain and subfertility. So it is a benign chronic condition affecting around 1 in 10 women. It usually affects women during their reproductive years and it regresses after the menopause and during the pregnancy. All right. So I suppose for a woman, the question would be, how serious is this? So I would say that it depends on the severity and the symptoms of the endometriosis. So uh, most of the time, these are benign conditions, as I explained Mm -hmm. earlier. Yeah, so it depends on how bad the symptoms. Sometimes the patients do not present with any symptoms, only they found that during a mass or during a screening scan, they found a a mass or ovarian cyst in the uh, pelvic scan. Okay, so could you tell us some of the reasons that might cause a woman to have endometriosis? So this is a very interesting question. Usually the me- exact mechanism still remains unclear until now. However, the commonest theory is what we call a retrograde menstruation, which is the reflux of the menstrual debris containing the viable endometrial cells through the fallopian tube into the, the pelvis and the peritoneal cavity. So apart from that, other possible causes that are uh, lymphatic and vascular spread or another condition, what we call a silamic metaplasia, which is a transformation of the peritoneal tissues in the inner side of the tummy into this endometrial-like tissue due to hormonal or immunological factors. What are the, the known risk factors for endometriosis uh, are family history of endometriosis, especially mother or siblings having one, short menstrual cycles, long and heavy menses, early age of uh, onset of menses, and the late menopause. Okay, so it is genetically linked. If your mother has it, if your sister has it, you're more predisposed to it? 
Yes, I would say that there's some evidence to show that it's genetically related. Of course, there, there, there are uh, some instances that, of course, the family has it, but the big pigeon doesn't have it. But if a family history, for example, a sister has it or a mother previously had it, then yes, if someone presents with pelvic pain, especially in a menstrual cramps, yes, they may have endometriosis. So if you know your mother has it, do mm. you think you should check for it even if you don't think you have it? Okay, so this is a, a good question. I would say that there's no uh, screening tools for it. So if you do have pain during, uh, you know, during your menstruation, I think you should go for a check because that's a family history. But it's just based on the family history that you have endometriosis, it's still at this juncture not warranted that you should see a gynecologist to check whether you have endometriosis. Right, okay. Now let's talk about some treatments. Now, typical Singaporean girl that I am, I have, you know, cramps during my menses, what have you. I will just take Panadol and tough it out. So. <laughs> okay, before we talk about treatment, so usually I would want to bring about it. How would someone should suspect they have endometriosis? Okay, good, yeah. yes. Okay, so the diagnosis can be difficult, like you know, you know it's so non-specific and there's no specific biomarker to detect or, or to rule out the endometriosis. Uh, but, but we know that there's a classical symptoms uh, such as painful period, pain during sexual intercourse, chronic pelvic pain, and subfertility. So traditionally, the diagnosis is made with certainty uh, after visualization at laparoscopy with or without a biopsy. However, one should suspect endometriosis if she develops one or more of the following symptoms. Chronic pelvic pain, period-related pain affecting daily activities and quality of life, mm -hmm. deep pain during or after sexual intercourse, period-related or cyclical bowel symptoms, particularly painful bowel movements, period-related or cyclical urinary symptoms, in particular blood in the urine or pain when passing urine, infertility in association with one or more of the previously mentioned symptoms. So the suspicion of the disease is made based on clinical history and examination, followed by either usually with an ultrasound of the pelvis or MR imaging, which shows a typical ground glass appearance, what we call the ovarian endometriotic cyst, or we commonly call it as a chocolate cyst. However, negative findings of the scan or does not exclude the presence of the disease. So instead, a diagnostic laparoscopy with direct visual uh, inspection and biopsy or excision of the specimen provides definitive diagnosis. Okay, now for, for most women, myself included, uh, although I've never had such severe pains during my menstrual cycle that I would go see a doctor. But like I said, typical, yeah. pop a couple of Panadols, tough it out. Yeah. I do know colleagues and friends who have had to go to their doctors. Now, if you go to a GP, are they going to be able to say, oh, no, this is not normal kind of pain. I should refer you to an OBGYN. Yeah, so this will come into uh, uh, when is the suspicion. So as I mentioned earlier, these are the symptoms. If someone who actually had persistent pain, despite the energetics that you mentioned, Panadol, and all they have progressive pain, yes, I would say that they should uh, get a referral to COBGYN to rule out this or seek for other treatment. So, and uh, I would say that uh, in terms of awareness about endometriosis, it's still lacking in, in our society and all that. But mm -hmm. yeah, so if you do have any suspicion, say that the families, like you mentioned earlier, and you have really detrimental pain that's uh, not uh, uh, helped with the pain, uh, energetics, Yes, you should seek a ONG. All right. Now, yeah. is uh, early detection helpful to a woman? 
Oh, definitely, yes. So I think the, in terms of an early diagnosis and all that, it helps with uh, the women, per se, from pain until a certain extent that, of course, uh, endometriosis can affect the fertility. So what are the treatments that can be available for the endometriosis? So when you see a gynecologist, the, the treatments usually uh, has to be customized to each individual, depending the severity of the symptoms and mm-hmm. The size of the cyst velocity that is, and then of course the patient's age and the desire for fertility. We know that this can cause a fertility problem. So usually it depends on what is your priority. So if of course the pregnancy or fertility is not a concern, the pain is the main concern, yes, then we will focus on what treatment should be advised. So generally it can be categorized into of course conservative, medical and surgical. So conservative, like you say, or usually what kind of a pain, pain relief, such as Panadol, or we can step up to NSAIDs or uh, 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 other morphine type of uh, medication. Sometimes we involve the pain team to help in the pain uh, management. Apart from that, performing stretching exercise such as yoga or Pilates, and of course, in the presence of support group helps as well in terms of the advice. So in terms of medical treatments, it's aimed to manipulate the endogenous hormone, the hormones that are within the, uh, the woman. Commonly used are the oral contraceptive pills and progesterone pills. And of course, the second line of these treatments, uh, medical treatments, are what we call the injections that temporarily cause the menopause uh, hormones and status in the woman. Coming to the surgical treatment part, is usually indicated for those with severe pain, large endometriotic cysts, and to a certain extent to help patients with a subfertility. The aim of the surgery is to excise as, uh, all visible endometriotic lesions to restore the normal anatomy as uh, much as possible and alleviate the pain and enhance the fertility. Okay, now fertility is a big one for us here in Singapore. You know, we, we're always trying to encourage our, our locals to have more children. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is... <laughs> Yeah, so I would say that, yeah, the earlier that you seek treatment and then we you suspect endometriosis and uh, get advice from the specialist or gynecologist, whether you should be going for surgery or you should go for uh, the IVF treatment that uh, will come to play. So, yes, unfortunately, endometriosis does affect uh, the, the uh, woman to get pregnant. And uh, the infertility occurs in, I would say, 30 to 50% of women with endometriosis. Right. As I mentioned earlier, this is because it's a chronic inflammation due to the endometriosis that impair the reproductive organ function, resulting in the fertilization and plantation difficulties. Okay. Now, as a woman, I understand how big of a deal that is, perhaps, mm. especially since you know, we are Asians, there is a certain amount of stigma even between husband and wife. Maybe there's information you want to share specifically with husbands whose wives have endometriosis. Yes. So from that perspective viewpoint, I always, when I see the patient with endometriosis all referred for suspect endometriosis, I would invite them to bring along the husband. So this is a, a discussion uh, for the couple rather than the patient themselves. So in fact, during my fellowship in, in uh, overseas in Europe, we do have these uh, forums every quarterly to, uh, to, to provide educations. In fact, this condition uh, to the husband, like you said, so to understand Fertility problems, although you know it uh, sometimes can be uh, husband problems, of course can be the wife problems. But endometriosis is a condition that's uh, uh, inevitable. Sometimes if it happens, if you have family history and all that, and what is the treatment subsequently? So, uh, if you seek treatment early, I would say the the chances of getting pregnant is high. It's still high. Yes. All right. 
Now, I understand there's going to be a webinar soon for patients of endometriosis or people who might be interested to find out more about it. Can you give us all the information about this webinar? Yes, thank you for the mention. So uh, if you want to know more about endometriosis, you can join our free public webinar this Friday, 15th October, from uh, 3 to 5 p.m. We will be covering every aspect of our endometriosis, from the diagnosis of the disease to types of investigation that can be done, and the treatment of the pain and the related fertility issues. So the focus is also on, on endometriosis awareness. To sign up, you can either drop an email to pls at sgh.com.sg or check out our SGH event page for the link. All right. Endometriosis is, uh, I think there's more that can be done to create a greater awareness around it. Definitely. Happy to help. But if you need more help with that, you just let us know here on Money FM 89.3. Thank you very much. We've been speaking with Dr. Andy Tan Wei-Kiet, Consultant, Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, SGH. Dr. Tan, thank you for the information. We appreciate the time. Thank you once again. I'm Clarissa Monter for the Workday Afternoon. You are with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.